Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I've been found guilty. Guilty, y'all. Love after Maca. Of love in the first degree. But I don't mind. Mm-mm. Sure don't. As long as you're here with me. Judge and the jury, jury. when they heard my plea, you know they hit me up the river. Straight up fabric, okay? Uh, they put the blame on me, lock me up, throw away the key. Love after lockup, y'all. Watch it, y'all. Those little Debbie cakes. They go everywhere. Nothing like a jumpsuit. It's back! And we're back. And, and it seems as if the we've never left <laughs> we the never crazy. Really we never left the crazy. Is this season four, Lalu? This is season four. This is technically season four, episode one. Um, no, this is episode 31. Jesus. So, but Jesus. it's episode one of Love After Lockup. We're back. Ooh. I'm excited because this is the free feed, and people, this show, if you, this is for everyone because this normally is on our Reality Gaze Plus at the $8 cringe tier, but hopefully you can all hear why this is the best show We're on television. We're very excited. Um, also, if you don't know, this is Reality Gaze, our coverage of Love After Lockup. We've been doing life dur- sorry, Love During Lockup for this past uh, 10 episodes or eight episodes yeah. maybe. And before that, it was Life uh, During life Lockup. During- or I life after life after lockup. Life after. I can't choose a favorite mm-hmm. one. This that last season of life after lockup was nutty. It was how it, good it was. Um, and love during lockup though was nutty too. Oh, oh, and we we do have we have Justine and Michael who were on life. Lo, oh, fuck, love during, love lockup, during lockup. This uh, this last season of two, and we have Gabby and Chris from season life. Uh, I can't say three, love during three. lockup season one. Well, we're a little tongue tied today, y'all, because we just got done recording <laughs> almost five hours with Ronnie and Ben from Watch What Crap Is. Our, our brains are a little bit oatmeal, but we're excited because we're going to have a over the holiday break while we're on vacation. We're going to have a four part series for y'all of us talking, uh, falling for what was that falling movie called? for Christmas with oh, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. You'll get to hear our. <laughs> 
how our how all of our Lindsay Lohan uh, imitations just turned into a New York City cab driver in his sixties. <laughs> yeah, or that female gremlin just yeah. <laughs> um, we. We have to, so we forgot to mention some of you. So um, that'll be on the free feed. But then for our video tier, because there's not going to be a video that week, you're going to get, you can watch, uh, th- that's going to be on video as well. You can watch it on video for the You can watch the four of tier. us in our finery. It's not true. Really. It's true. So that'll be dropping uh, uh, beginning on uh, December 23rd. 23rd. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, we had a great time. We love watch what happens. If you love housewives, no one does it better. No one does it better. Ben. No one does impressions better. Um, yeah. we actually were talking for housewives for around 20 minutes about Salt Lake and then we had to start the show. So yeah. anyway, so Poodle might pull some Maddie's and mispronounce some names today. So forgiving. That's all right. <laughs> I know I did. I didn't even sleep that well last night either. So, well, I was, why didn't late. you sleep? Well, oh, never mind. I don't want to know <laughs> y'all. If, I saw this was it on video, but I saw Jake's face. Someone piano cat got tamed last night. Woo. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I think it took, I think it took, <laughs> it's going to last you for that 13 day break with your mother. Yeah. I needed that. And what's weird is I had some people, uh, texting me today and I was like, Nope, I'm good. I'm really? tired. Yeah. Wow, people, everybody's trying, you know, it's not just everybody's trying to get office things done before the holiday. They're also trying to get their fucks done before they have to go it's home true. and see their parents. Yeah. Gotta well, gotta get your fucks in. Go get that dick before you go have to listen to your mother saying, why don't you have a husband? Go get it. <laughs> go get it. You go fuck that bartender that your mom doesn't know about. You do what you need to do, y'all. I wholeheartedly approve. All right. So, um, okay. We're not going to bring this up every time, but we are going to mention. on a hemorrhoid pillow. (laughs) At this point, because we've been sitting so long. Oh, and she's sore. Um, (laughs) Wow. The shit we say. Um, So we're going to start out with Gabby and Chris. There is a bit in the news that there was a trigger warning for domestic violence that um, you know more about the story than I do. We're not going to be talking about it. We're not going to be describing any scene. But uh, if you do do any research about Gabby and Chris, you will find uh, the, the, the idea, the story about where he beat her up. And we think it happened after this. The reason it did. Jake and I, just, we talked about it and we decided to cover it is because um, it's not – we unless we feel like it becomes exploitive, we're just going to take it by an episode by episode. But we feel yep. like this could actually, you know, maybe – Point out some signs. Point out some signs that maybe some of you have seen in your friends or your own life, which oddly enough, the show is bonkers, but also Love After Lucka really does have a good way of pointing out kind of like some of the own fucked up shit in our own lives. Oh, yeah. It's a very realistic show. It is. So that's why, for the most part, so that's why we're, unless you're scenes with Ty, um, but but we (laughs) don't care. I also want to point out with Chris and Gabby, uh, you can also be an abuse victim. And be a terrible person. <laughs> it has nothing to do with one or the other for this. Yeah. Doesn't uh, make you deserving or anything like that. Extremely selfish, self-involved person. Yeah. Uh, and strangely, though, Chris's mother and sister, who she's with, are about as just as bad. Just as, and they who they don't all really seem, seem to give a shit about him. No, 
nope, they don't seem to give a shit yeah. about him. So anyway, that's where we are with this. So um, we're just going to, that's how we'll, we'll, again, we'll take it case by case. But if you do some digging, you would find that out. So. Yeah. And if you, I would say if you, if you don't want to, if you want to find out, fine. But just know if you have any triggers as it comes to domestic violence, I would not do it. Trust me. Yeah. yeah it was, pretty- it was hard, hard to read about. And I think some of the photos are there of the evidence. So yeah. is he back in prison because of uh-huh. it? Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. All right, y'all. So this is a Love After Lock of premiere. The jeweler and the thief. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds like a short story. Sounds like a story last night. Someone took your diamond. Ooh. Just very deep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. No, 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 no it's, it's, more, it's more like coal and I'm making it a diamond. <laughs> You're just, mm, <laughs> poodle, are you shitting your pants? Nope, just making jewelry, Maddie. Just Ooh, making like jewelry. Pearl and an oyster. <laughs> wow. Just a little piece of sand. All right. So let's start with Gabby and Chris show. I don't think we have any more announcements, right? I think that's it. Bucket. No. Um, I just, uh, we, we mentioned that we were with Crappens, we recorded our, um, and we also are doing an AUA or an AMA. Um, and so for our Patreon members, uh, you must, you would have gotten a little link to a Google form and you can submit questions that we will, that we will answer on our AUA. Ask us anything. Ask us anything. And that will drop during the week of between Christmas and New Year's as well, along with the Crappens compendium that the North, the, uh, the, the mini series North and South. North and South, (laughs) yes. You know, I don't, I don't think there's. Lonesome Dove, basically. (laughs) That's very dated. Wow. Um, I don't think there is a Lindsay Lohan j- joke that we didn't leave on the floor. No, we talked about cocaine, her mother. Yeah, her uh, sister. Yeah. Yeah, rumor. We talked about it all, yeah. y'all. We talked yeah. about it all. Boy, that movie was... That movie... I think <sighs> the movie wasn't as bad as I was expecting to be, but the the inconsistencies plagued me with that movie. I think what was yeah. hard about that movie is that it... You know, the movie we saw last year and the year before were just trash. Yeah. Just terrible. A- abject pieces of garbage. The thing that you have to, that you can't argue with kind of is that Lindsay Lohan, she is a star. She does have that star quality. And I think she does. I don't, I, don't, I think it's, I agree with you. Uh, she did have a thing where I think we, both of us said that where she's just saying lines. She's just when she's on, she was on. When she's yeah. off, she's a robot. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was just saying lines at some. But I, what I was going to say is, I think it, the 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 cracks in this movie are just the Glaring. light shines through more because there are some points of this movie where it could be really good. Mm-hmm. Didn't really I don't get know there. If good. It could be cute and mildly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But it is trashy enough for us to talk about it. We had a great time talking about great it. Time. Yeah. Um, always time. with Ben and Ronnie. With All Ben right. Ron. Let's do it. Y'all, let's talk about Gabby and Chris. Gabby is in Orange, New Jersey. Um, she's going to see her friend Hazel. I don't know if Hazel, we're going to call her Dr. Hazel. I don't know if she's a doctor yeah. for sure or not. It's her friend, and I guess she's a cosmetic nurse. Um, she's getting a lightning and tightening. Lightning and tightening because she can have a shield over her heart, but apparently not over her vagina because she feels no. like that's a little too loose. So we need to tighten it up. 
I, how old is Gabby? Gabby is not old. She's not how? Mid-20s. Gabby, love. I, how? I feel like this is either her wanting to have this is either a consequence of this virgin culture of you need like a tight vagina and or for your man or your vagina is not worth it. So it's either a consequence of that or something he said he's wanted or it's something that she wants because she has unrealistic standards. Well, she's 27 years old, and I think the fact that we found out later that she's already had $30,000 of plastic surgery with his own money for nothing that she needed. I think she has unrealistic standards of beauty. True. Uh, The other thing is maybe she got her her back blown out a lot of times. (laughs) Been there. We've Uh, been there. Supposedly, the the vagina is supposed to be able to accommodate and stretch in many ways. Can Uh, they do a butthole tightening? Not that I'm interested not yeah. that I'm wondering. I've seen your search history. Um, <laughs> it is concerning to me. 27 is very young to get a forehead lift. She's had a lot of cosmetic procedures. But y'all, forehead 30, lift. That's like open your head. Like, yeah. sure, get it in your 40s. But 27? It. I think it just shows you how Gabby... Boy, I think she's a, a troubled person. I think so too. Yeah. She well, says, I can be calm, but I can also be crazy. I don't see much calm. I we don't, don't see, see much calm. We don't see much calm. We don't see we, much calm at all. Calm if at you all. remember our, our coverage from Love during Lockup, the f- first season where she was on, we weren't big fans. We're, <laughs> we're still not. I feel horrible no. for what happened. But again, as Jake talked about, like, You can be a bad person and be a victim, and those things are completely unrelated. Yeah. She is still a victim. So we're going to probably – it doesn't look like she's acting any kinder, so we're probably going to come for her, but that's fine. It's two separate things. So um, because, again, y'all remember – he got a huge settlement, and she basically has blown half of his fucking money. all of it. Uh, well, actually, uh, not a cent is left. She has all, she says, well, I spent it on things for us. To, then we find out $30,000 in plastic surgery. Bought a car. Like, Bought a so house. this, here is this black man who out, is out of prison, who actually has a, a cushion in the world yeah. to help him succeed. And she blew it all. And the settlement was for. Um, 150000 Yeah. And it was for the guards beating, beating him brutality. In prison, Rikers Island. I, I, I get that. I don't want to create too much sympathy for him. So, no, I don't want to create sympathy for him so, because yeah. he ends up being a ho- horrible yeah. monster. I don't want to. So it's not – we're no team in this. I'm I'm rarely anyone's team but my own. <laughs> you, you, know who, you know what team I am in in this? Dr. Hazel. I'm Dr. Hazel. First of all, this woman is – oh, I didn't, couldn't do my tongue pop well. She there is snatched. So she is. She's she's had a little bit of the 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 hair of the dog. <laughs> she's she's given out. She had, and Chris had he had a possession of weapons. Um, I forget the uh the rest. Oh, of I didn't even charge. write that charge down. But yeah, um, no, it was a it was a it was a possession of a gun. It was a federal charge. I think robbery. So that's too. why. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the reasons why it's been so strict. Is there this was a federal charge? Yeah. So Gabby comes in and she's in her friend's doctor's office and she goes and she kind of sits down on the table and then. You know, first of all, y'all don't pull over. 
Oh, Lord. You, can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Don't pull over. That's an ambulance here. We're a remote, but goat. And it's fine anyway, because we needed to stop. Because I think it's time already. Already. For a love after lockup vagina tightening theater. Yeah. <laughs> An asshole bleaching. <laughs> An asshole bleaching theater. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, I'll be playing the role of Gabby, I believe. You can be Gabby. And you'll be okay. playing Hazel. I'll be Dr. Hazel, since my grandma's name is Hazel. Okay. You know, so, um, and action. All right, Gabby. All right, Gabby. Just yeah. Sit down. Sit okay, down on go. the are you table gonna put, right are you gonna there, put it. My, I want a really tight vagina. Oh, okay. You told me. Yeah, Chris told wants a really tight vagina. Just, you know, I've been I've been using it all all over the place. Have you now? Have you? Oh, yeah. Boy. No business just, of his though. Really, twenty seven. Okay, let me just yep. take a look up and see what's going. Holy shit! <laughs> all right, let me. Yeah. I'm gonna need to get the bigger wand. One just second. Move, move things around in there if you need. I to. I mean, ho- yeah. What? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Wow. Looks like drapes are us in there. Okay. <laughs> let me just. Let me just get this wand. There was a there was a, a, a family of uh, rats living in there for a while. Okay, so, yeah. all right. Well, you know, yeah. live your life. I don't judge. I don't judge. I'm just Dr. Hazel, vaginal yeah. tightening. Everybody, did you get One's that on the sign on the door, producer? Yeah. Okay, just want to. All right, let's just. We're gonna put this wand in here just a little bit. Oh, it's fine. I can handle. Uh, you know, all right. It's, like, it's gonna. It's gonna keep it in there. Okay. It's a little cold. Little cold. Oh, you just gonna feel a little. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Boy, that really did something. All right, just gonna just, yeah, gonna, so, just gonna do a little bit of my. So um, so how are things with Chris's mom? You know, it's tough because it's tough because. Well, sorry, I got to do a little bit more work in here than I thought. Anyway, how's his mom doing? Is he doing good? You know, I kind of have a problem with his mom, but <laughs> but uh. <laughs> His, we're getting to know each other. Is she still uh, kind of pushy? Oh, she's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> some, but sometimes I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall <laughs> when I'm doing that. Um, can you um, can you just um, can you they just think, move they a little think bit? I'm a to gold your, digger. Can yeah. you move to your side, please? We're gonna have yeah. to. Okay. Lift your, nurse, give me that bigger one. Okay. Yeah. There we okay, go. Okay, that's better. Anyway, so yeah, are you excited to see him? Oh yeah. Ah! I am. So do I need to flip over? All right, let's bleach your butthole now. Okay, flip and, and sing. No one can say we have any dignity left. You know, y'all enjoyed that at home, but that was I, for me. I honestly, we were talking about because we know there was a beeping thing, but I, I pushed. I said, "Can you get something that sounds more visceral?" Yeah, that's and I and we are it. we are aware that she's not actually tightening her vagina with a screwdriver mm-hmm. or a drill. We are aware. Um, but uh, I just want to you didn't see that sounds like a screwdriver. I'm just going to let our audience know that. It wasn't. It just, you <laughs> okay. Know, I want to keep my personal things personal. Sounds good. Per- keep I don't my know personal either. things personal. Um, um, that's where Gabby says that he doesn't have a dollar left, not a dime or a penny. Yep. But they're getting married tomorrow. They were having this talk while her hand was in her friend's pussy. Pretty. <laughs> pretty yeah, um, pretty much. 
And um, the family thinks she's a gold digger. Because um, I think she is. I think they're right for that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and she's getting married, and they are... They're, she's calling Chris's family. The sissy is sissy. The sister is Essie and mother Felicia. And yes. remember, they already had two failed releases when we saw them on the first season of yes. Love During Lockup. And, uh, and y'all, she's she picks them up. Uh, and again, these are two prizes. His well, before she picks them up, she mother. does she does say she had. Well, I went through and wrote down. She had a chin implant. She had her under eye done. She had her jawline done. She had her cheeks done. And she had an eyebrow lift. This woman got a whole fucking new face. And, and her lips. the mom and sister are like basically th- saying that she, he's not even going to recognize her. Yeah, it's very obvious when you see her. And the mom and sister know she used his money to pay for all this. Yeah. 100%. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Um, they... They're asking her, what's up with the ice pack that looks like she's just keeping on a frozen package of peas on her hoo-ha. I wouldn't tighten my butthole the day before I knew I was going to get blown out again. It seems like a fool's errand, really. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? Uh-oh. Or can you not get hot or cold? You can't decide what you want to I be? Can't, I can't know what I am. Where's your shawl? It's over there. I'm good. Y'all, poodle getting comfortable is half the the half it's, the it's, problem it's of the show. It's cold here in Los Angeles, and I have a space heater, but I I can't. I'm. It's a. I, I can't even. But start. you have central heat. No, I, it's but, not good for you. You but you won't. You have central. heat. You could turn it on. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It's not the same, and it's it makes my skin dry. So. But you could just warm up your apartment for a little bit, and then turn. You know, this is a fool's errand. It is. Not going to convince me. He's just going to sit there and freeze, y'all. Yep, yep. that's what I'm going to do. Because now it's the principal. That's right. Anyway. Um, they are sleeping in the same room and complaining about their surgeries. And they don't know the family. To, the mother and sister did not know they were getting married. Uh, so she calls no, she the... Turns out they're not... Instead of getting let off at Harrisburg, the change of plans is he's getting dropped off in Philadelphia. And she calls the officiant who's married. And they're like, yeah, I guess I can drive there. Um, I guess. Is that a far away? I don't know. I don't know how far. I don't know Pennsylvania geography that well. Um, I know it's Pittsburgh on one side and Philadelphia and Alabama in the middle. <laughs> it's an hour and 48 minutes. Okay. That's where it is. Uh, so two, anyway. two hours. Yeah, that's a long way for an efficient to drive. So, so but she's going to go. And the whole thing is Marilyn's like, Gabby's like, can you be there at 11? And Marilyn says, yeah, I'm going to be there at 11. Now, meanwhile, she's doing this kind of around the corner. Meanwhile, Felicia, that's the mom, and, and Essie are sitting over there at the cafeteria. They're just being eating like, at the, the La Quinta. The, it looks a lot like an old Shoney's, doesn't yeah, it? It does look like same, Shoney's. Same decoration and everything. Fucking like Shoney bear. <laughs> Did you like going to Shoney's as a kid? Loved it. I loved the breakfast bar. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't love a breakfast bar? I loved it too. We didn't. I don't know. If we ever had a Shoney's. It was more when you went to the city, you go to the Shoney's. <laughs> it so, was only for the for the urban crowd. <laughs> for the urban Shoney, crowd. The Shoney's. But Essie and Felicia are sitting over there, like, "What's that bitch doing?" Like, yeah. And they're like saying, 
does she think that he she's just going to swipe it? Y'all, because th- what we realized the first season, there's this competition between the family and Gabby for Chris's time. Yeah. And so Essie's like, she's just not going to scoop with us. He's got to chill with us first. He's not just going to go off with her. It, And I think both parties have made themselves strangers to the other and they've made yeah. it difficult for the that's other. A very, that's a very and poetic way to say that. strangers to each Sometimes other. Sometimes a blind pig finds an acorn. I have a fucking degree and degree, degree in poetry. Well, <laughs> you don't show it enough. <laughs> what do I get most of the time? Bottom barrel. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so... She he's calling her and he's saying chat basically chastising her saying you need you guys need to get there and he's like I'm just waiting for your fucking parents fucking fucking family and she's fighting with them basically y'all it's a lot of fighting in the bad girls club style of her saying you don't respect me in a very jersey you don't respect me in the family yeah. like, the family's just like you're crazy um again they they don't seem to be wanting to go out of their own way to get too excited to see the sun either it's I don't get this there. Y'all, if I was getting out of prison, can you imagine what mother, mother poodle, how anxious she would be to get there? And oh, she'd be, be camping out the night before. So would my mother. And uh, they're just sitting there like, I think this is a power play. I but, agree. But, but for the mom who is basically saying, you're going to listen to me and depend on me now. Agreed. Agreed. It's she wants play. to be in charge. I agree. Yeah. Because she's like, and she's like, well, and she's literally just kind of twirling her coffee straw around saying. I would like to get another coffee. She's like, yeah, you go have them make another. I mean, that is how they're acting. Just they have all the time in the world. And Gabby comes over there. Well, first of all, Gabby's talking to Chris and she's bitching to which. I don't feel sorry for Chris at all, but it is kind of like you can't this. You see kind of the tone. This is setting that this family, Gabby, Chris, it's all going to be drama from the get go. Yep. Yeah. There's never going to be calm. It's it does not, it doesn't bode well. And no. so Gat, Chris is, cause Chris says things to her, like you're not going to have to deal with this very long. So it's almost like, I don't think Chris even really wants to be around his family a lot either. It seems like they, uh, he's trying to create a new family kind of system and they're not ready to do that yet. No, I think in some ways I think they're chasing money. Somehow. The family too? Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, so that's, and, the, and then we, they just have that fight. And so they have the fight and, and it becomes a power play because they finally agree to go. Cause Gabby, Gabby calls Chris, Chris calls the family and it ends up, they get in the car to go. And Gabby's now like, well, I can't do this now. Cause y'all didn't respect me. Y'all yeah, didn't respect all about me. Respect. Remember y'all, if people are obsessed with, your respect or getting not you're, you're not giving them any respect. They're trying to create a power dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And probably not really caring about what's actually happening. Nope. Nope. Th- this is normally we don't do this, but if, so if you're listening on reality gaze press, we're going to keep reality gaze plus we're going to keep on going, but since this is a free feed, we're going to take a commercial break and then we'll finish the rest of the show. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all begin to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my, um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
so catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Y'all don't adjust your television sets. It's not Halle Berry. It's just Justine dressed as Catwoman. <laughs> and it's time for pizza, then pussy. You know what? what he wants. I kind of respect Justine. And, you know, we kind of made fun of her for dressing up this way. And I still kind of make fun of her. But you got to give it that, like, she kind of makes a, she makes it like a fun event. Like, a like she doesn't just be like, hey, how are you? Like. We get to see them, and they're kind of cute together. I agree. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop here. Um, I also thought his confessional look, he looks hot. He looks... I am so into that longer hair with him. Or when he's in the car, even with the braids back. Yeah, I'm... He looks good. He looks hot. He looks good. Yeah, I'm into him. I'm. It's official. 
I am too. Uh, yeah, producer Christine has already texted us about it on Slack. She's like, whoa. Ooh, yeah, I'm into it. Mama likey likey. But especially in those confessional looks with his longer hair. Ooh. <laughs> looks good. They're a beautiful couple. Um, yeah. We're Poodle. We need a couple episodes for, before Poodle uses the gift, y'all. But um, so It's good. If you want to know about dick sizes and all these men's, well, you're going to have to subscribe to the $8 cringe cheer. Oh, it's good. Which, by the way, though, in the new year, we should say if you are, if you do decide to uh, subscribe to the $8 tier, you get all of our normal episodes, 90 Day Fiance, anything that airs on the free feed, you get it commercial free, ad free for your pleasure. And you also, we're going to be doing um, in uh, January, Extreme Sisters is coming back, which is a yep, cringe last week show. in January. You'll be getting that. So, and we've got Darcy and Stacey. So, y'all, there's. There's a lot. It's an embarrassment of riches. I just got yeah. stressed out by how little time we're going to have. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. She's, uh, what we find out some little bit of backstory. This is, this is a couple that carried over from uh, life during lockup. Uh, love during lockup, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you for saying um, that. Uh, and they, he, we find out that, remember, this is, J- Michael was uh, basically a drug dealer, big time drug dealer, um, to the point that he was he was called as a um, uh, criminal, uh, like like a kingpin almost yeah. of 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 one of these drug operations, and uh, and he they were introduced by his mother, who was her coworker, and yeah. they've been dating for for three or been almost I think they've been engaged for two years at least, but dating for three years. And they got married in prison on last season of uh, Love During Lockup. He also and bought her a Mercedes, but he bought her a car. Yes, she yes. doesn't know where he got the money she from, but he bought her a car. Anyway, and uh, he's, a, they, he's a rapper, right? Yes, and they have seven children together, or seven children in in toto. Um, not, I don't think they don't not, have any children together. Not the band or the dog, but in no, toto. In toto. In in some. In some. Um, and he just walks out carrying a keyboard. I guess he had that in jail. <laughs> he said he shipped his other stuff back. So clearly we don't know if he was, I don't think he was at a maximum secure. I don't no. think he was like, um, God, I already forget her name. What's her name in Louie? He wasn't in the hole the whole time. No, that wasn't Louie. That, oh, was, no, that um, was, uh, that just, was, uh, Je- Jessica. No, let me, let me get it out. <laughs> Jessica. Cause you're going to fuck it up. Jessica and Dustin. Dustin, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, so basically she says, uh, it's interesting. He, he's giving full on redemption vibes here. He is. And I'm listening and I'm going, okay, I have, I have, I'm okay. He's saying all the right things. Saying all the right things. And he basically says, she gave me a different perspective of what a woman is. And I became a man, he's talking about, I had to become a man at an early age selling drugs because uh, my, basically, I didn't have a good home life. Um, And I became the leader of a criminal organization. And uh, he is, he said something at the end, he's like, there's not a person on this planet that's going to get me to sell another nickel bag. So in other words, I'm not going, I'm not ever going to sell drugs again. This is not for me again. And well, so we think it. we don't know, but if he's had money to buy cars, we think that he's done something or somehow made money during prison and doesn't need to sell drugs. True, and it could be their shoe business they make. It could be the music he's selling. 
I think one of the plot plot points is going to be where he got his money from. That's true. He, they, um, y'all, Poodle said that very quickly. Like someone has an Etsy store, they have an actual shoe business. I don't. Yes, I didn't know it. I it seems expensive to make shoes. Like that literally look like Nikes, but he has them and he makes shoes. So I have a feeling that it's more of a the shoes the someone else makes the shoes and they put their stuff on them. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're actually making and molding the shoes. <laughs> Coming next spring, Tennies by Reality Gaze. <laughs> um, and so they're they're it they're I have I'll have issues with with Michael sometimes, and then he'll say, you know, for everyone who shit on me, they're going to feel my wrath. And then there are things like that. I'm going, okay, okay. Okay, we might want to let that go. Um, Yeah. um, He shaved his balls. He shaved his ass. He He shaved his chest. He's ready. Uh. Calls the he calls the his daughter and the son answers and he says I've got to learn who my kids are all over again and I want to be a father I fell in love with being a father and uh, and at one point it was that that ha- that that kind of thing that happens we've seen it happen with Lindsay and a couple other people who are formerly incarcerated where you see a, or you think you see a cop car and you see the person's face go white. Um, yeah, we see a bit of that. Yeah. We see this is kind of jumping in, but later on we see that. The house sometimes can be a little overwhelmed because he was literally used to a a 200 square foot cell Mm -hmm. and now he's in this big house. So I think that's good. I I like it when they talk about stuff like that because it gives us an empathy and insight. It gives you context too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all I've got for them. And then they're basically about to fuck. I think that's basically good. They go and see the house. But again, like she does things. What I love or kind of am liking about them. They both also seem to have genuine love. They have three children together of their own. And they, uh, right, didn't he say three of of all their children, three of them are theirs, right? They don't have children. They, they met in prison, sweetie. They don't have children of their own. Okay, so. They're, was, they're, three of them are hers and three of them are his. But the ones, like, they Four call, them. but didn't they call her mom? Yeah, but that might be, they, they couldn't have kids together, sweetie. They couldn't have kids together. So they, but no, okay, so that's He hasn't what, been out of jail. Well, I didn't know if they did a conjugal. No, she hasn't seen, she hasn't had sex with him. That was the whole point. Yeah, that's true. She hasn't. So, I, well, I thought maybe before, you're right, you're right. They met when he was in. Um, I feel like, though, they they seemed to, what I was going to bring up, though, it kind of shows why I think that a lot of people, you can tell they don't know each other at all. They both seem to have a very good idea of who the other person is for the most part. Yeah. They feel like they have a history together, so that bodes well. I like the fact that even that she got it, he'd been sleeping on a yoga mat. I thought that was sweet of her that she's like, well, I got you a yoga mat if you need to sleep on it. Like, I think they've been able to do a lot of in-person visits while some people haven't so. been able to. But, you know, a lot of women would say, you're not sleeping on, or not women, but other people would say, no, I want you to sleep in the bed with me. They wouldn't care about the other person's experience. So, yeah, we'll see. I like them now. I'm sure it will get ruined because Matt Sharp ruins everything. Uh, let's move on to Ashley 38. New couple alert. New couple whoop, alert. Whoop, whoop. Ashley. Totally normal. Totally normal. Totally normal. Yo, the red flags are dropping <sighs> like gentle rain from heaven. It's a fucking <laughs> NASCAR finale. Uh, Ashley is 38. She's an antique jewelry purveyor. And Travis, 44, armed bank robbery. Why, why are the craziest ones always in Florida? 
This is Port St. Lucie, too. Do you know who's from Port St. Lucie? Sarah. I, I'm going to smell your teeth, Sarah. Oh, that is from Sarah. Sarah from Mom, um, Mother. Mom, don't smell my teeth again. Oh, golly, Mom, Miguel. It's so embarrassing. Me, Mom. That was from Mother. Uh, Miguel, can you my mom your kidney? Um, no, I got to go fuck another girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she... Ashley says, I'm compassionate. First of all, y'all, before bitch opened her mouth, I could tell she was crazy because her hair is so fucking whacked. Yeah. It looks like shit. And her eyeshadow, it it kind of looked like she watched Spider-Man and she was inspired by Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin look <laughs> and decided to create a makeup look from that. Wow. I, not I had a feeling she was on something. She um, seems erratic. Yeah, um, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe maybe uh, it's desperation. Um, so three words. She yeah, first thing, y'all. She's being filmed. She falls. <laughs> she's like, "Ow, I fell. I hurt myself. Just a mess." Um, three words describe her: compassionate, um, patient, and wild. Okay. Um, give y'all uh, give y'all a hint. She's probably more that last one than anything else. Yeah. And uh, she's a freak, a freak in the sheets. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Because I'm a freak in the sheets. Uh, shock without one. I got an appetite for sex because me so honey. That was one of the whitest things I've ever you heard. Remember that song? I do know the song. No, it's yeah. just you doing it. What do you mean? I loved that song when I was a kid. But the way you said it was like, I'm oh. a freak in the sheets. <laughs> I have an appetite for sex because me so horny. Yeah. Yeah. Ow, ow, me so horny. Ow, me so horny. I don't think we can sing that song now because I think after that verse, it gets a it little sensitive. Yeah. 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 Um, so she's never been married. Uh, he calls uh, later on. And remember, he's she was engaged to a guy who liked her butt. That counts for something. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. He's he robbed a bank. She's a little. She thinks. Uh, and but how she got to know him, and this is crazy. She is uh, a jewelry purveyor, and a customer's brother. Uh, this this guy is a customer's brother. And the customer came in and said, showed her a picture of her brother, and she was like, going, 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 and then she wrote, started talking to him, and then they fell in love. How long have they been dating again? Uh, three years. Yeah, because he proposed um, like a year. Two ago. years ago. Yeah, two years ago. So they again. And he they, made her a ring, and she's like, "I don't really know what it is, it's but it's someone sweet. who's a jewelry dealer." And he made her a ring. <laughs> Did you think it was creepy when they were talking on that? First of all, they're talking on a video chat. I'm nervous because she put her MacBook Air on like on five so pillows. Many pillows. Yes, it concerned me. And so there's on the pillows, and she's like saying. She's she's the one who's at y'all. This is the case where the person on the outside is going to probably be crazier than the person on the inside. I don't know. There's been some the, on the on the on the coming coming next well, week. Well, that's true as well. Well, actually, because yeah. she was acting kind of weird, and he's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, no, and she's like, weird. She's weird. He said, um, "It seems like she's a drama queen to me." And so she's yeah. like, "I'm just nervous to see you." And he's like, "Well, I can't wait to sleep with you." And it is a bit of a poodle. How does Travis describe sleeping in the bed with her? I'm glad you asked me about this because it was something that stood out to me. Yeah, it was weird. What if we intertwined? Okay, legs, sweet. Legs and parts everywhere. 
Huh? Like cut up bodies. What? Just laying on top of one another and you don't know whose is which. What? This isn't sweet. Like cut off body parts. What? Like just By my the way, on your face? You look really cute and tired. <laughs> you look cute and tired. That's how he described her. She's like, I know. I'm just really nervous. I mean, that's better than when my mother just tells me I look just tired. That's true. Um, so she's her biggest issue, y'all. Why one? Of, she didn't tell him this, but her big fear is people finding out that he's been in jail. So that's a red flag. Yeah, this this is gonna be really messy. I think. Um, and I'm sorry, not three years, but four years. They've been seeing each four other. years because she said that she yeah. spent eighty thousand dollars on him. Yeah, on what? I don't know. We're we're gonna find out. But she's not I, worried at all. Anyway, y'all, we a new a new character enters our story, mm-hmm. and that character is Martin, the handyman who lives yep. next door. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Who seemed just looking at him seems to have a past in addiction. You, yeah. He just has this look to him. Very either thin. addiction or the look of poverty. Yeah. Like it just. And he's tried to hook up with her before. Yes. He's also, like I said, a neighbor and also our handyman. Poodle thinks he was dipping, but I don't think so, y'all, because I exclusively watch Dr. Pimple Popper. I love Dr. Sandra Lee, y'all. Oh, so you think it was a growth? (laughs) No, because on Dr. Pimple Popper, the people that go to Dr. Pimple Popper are the people that can't... Don't say Dr. Pimple Popper again. (laughs) Well, they're the people that can't afford... Dr. Pimple Popper. So she, <laughs> so she take, you can tell that she takes these people on for free to be on her show. It, it's always like, she always gets people from like the fucking Appalachian mountains. Always, yeah. always. But that's and not like, Port St. Lucie. But I mean, but people that look like Martin. Got it. Okay. That look so like think- they don't have the funds to get medical care. So they just have a growth that grows on the side of their cheek. Y'all. Okay. Cause the reason I thought, I thought maybe it was dip. However, throughout the show, the dip, the size of the bulge coming out of the right side of his cheek doesn't never changed. So I'm going to say, um, just based off of my expertise from watching Dr. Pimple Popper, I'm pretty sure that this is a, uh, popaholic stream. I think this is a cyst, probably a a ruptured cyst. It's (gasps) definitely not going to be, um, it's definitely not going to be a polyp or it's not going to be um whatever. What, what else is it? Called? I don't want to talk about this. We should kind of the give gel it a trigger things. warning because I'm really disgusted by this. Anyway, I think it's going to be a good drain and cyst. What if he's just, what if he was eating a peach earlier and he's just sucking on the peach bit? <laughs> That's <laughs> just fucking weird. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Why you got that in there? I have to taste the peaches. I'm just not done with it. <laughs> I have to taste the peaches. That's right. <laughs> Um, and so they're having a little conversation. You know what? I think it's time for yet two in one another edition of Lalu (laughs) Theater. There's no rejuvenation theater. No rejuvenation theater in this. Kachunk, kachunk. Um, I'll be playing. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'll uh, be actually. Play- you'll be playing Martin. Okay, and 
action. Hey, you're looking cute today. Come on over. Hey, hey, sexy. I mean, Ashley. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Sorry. I know I'm not supposed to call you sexy anymore. You know, that. so you were saying you might have a problem with like house sitting and dog sitting. I hope not because I really like mm. you. I like being your neighbor, but you know, we can't have any well, contact. Well, because like Travis doesn't really like it. I was going to watch, you know, I wanted to watch your dog Teddy, but I also want to feel your tits. I know, but we can't do I that can't, because like Travis. Why can't we? Is, because Travis really doesn't like we? that. So I thought I would invite you now to have like one last to rob a drink before he comes. So that way but, we can just like, you want another drink? Yeah, are you trying to get me drunk? Trying to get me Why drunk? Why would you say that? I'm totally just, into Travis. You know, when I get drunk, I get handsy. And you don't want me to get handsy. You want another drink? That's what you said. Fine, I'll take another drink. I just don't want any eminosity. What was that? Eminosity. You know where? One, one more time. Eminosity. It's where you get. It's where you get different kinds of M and M's. That go, oh, the eminosity. Go, yeah. Don't go together and they cause friction. I don't want that. What was that? Friction. Gotcha. It's hard to talk when your tongue's poking a bowl and your teeth can fly. I like friction, though. Do you like friction? Sometimes like it's fi- just fun to have kind of friction and drink wait, wait, and do whatever you friction. want and let your bodies do the thing. You know what you I'm talking about? Body friction? Body uh, what, friction. I don't know what you're insinuating right? because I, I am a one woman man with Travis. Why, okay. do I, why do I have a raging erection? Did you put a Viagra in my drink again? I don't know what you're talking about. But you want another drink? Yeah. And scene. Y'all, this is all kink. This is all some kink. shit. That was hard to do. <laughs> my tongue got worn out. This is, she's so into the fact this guy wants to bang her oh. and she is going to deny it and she loves this guy who is who and, and he's even said if she wasn't with someone he would be with with her i mean and she's a she's i think a sex fiend because she already had like she already talked about sex many times and she even has a magnet on her refrigerator that says love the beach and it's a picture of a shirtless but uh uh lifeguard oh yeah um so yeah he's like well travis will be back here the best thing she's like well you know if travis gets mad i'm just Glad that you'll be right next door to save me. Save me. Oh. Oh, also, she's a piece of work. Pe- y'all, it's going to be so dramatic. Um, Who the fuck organized this backyard? <laughs> who the fuck? Literally, you walk out the door and your goddamn hot tub's just right there in the floor. Do you? She already fell. Do you know how many times you have fallen in the hot tub? It's not organized quite well. Yeah. It looks horrible. Yeah, it's something. Um, She's got money though. Like she, she has a nice house, and this is in Florida. It's not necessarily it expensive. Is, it there. is jewelry. So, yeah, some jewelry. Shall we move on to new couple alert again? Whoop, Nathan whoop, and Skyler. Nathan is thirty three. He is a tree trimmer or an arborist. We also refer to them. Yeah. And we have Skyler, who is twenty seven, drug possession and obstruction of justice. So. Just say it now. Would you hit it with Nathan? I'm on the fence. I, in certain lights, I would. Thank you. In it's certain, a nice penis. It is a nice penis. In certain lights, he's y'all. He's very jacked, very worked out and buff. But what's happening with this beard? It's it's too much. Um, too much. I. 
uh, y'all, gay people, besides, unless you're a bear, unless you're part of bear culture, we don't have long beards. Our beards are closely cropped. We know straight men do that all the time. It's not for us. I know a lot of people obviously say, I love my husband's beard. Good for you. You're like, and my gay... My gay friend Jameson that lives in Williamsburg, he out he has a long beard like that. He's a gay hipster. Yeah. That's different. 90, 90, 90% of gay men who have beards, it's close cropped. If I have a it's long not, beard, then that's just basically an E. coli magnet from when yeah. I'm rimming your butthole. Because we eat ass. And, we do. And uh, it's like, not good to have ass juice in your beard. Like your, like your, uh, like your, Uncle Leo eats Velveeta cheese balls on Christmas. That's how we eat ass. Wow. Um. Anyway. Uh. So let's again. What do you think about him? Spreads I'm, easily. What? <laughs> what do you think about him? Just like I'm, and sometimes, sometimes he looks really hot. Yeah. And sometimes he, but I also think that's a bit of an emotional thing because sometimes he seems like he really has his shit together and he's really worked on himself. And then other times he's he an addict. So emotionally that's needy why. and he's an begging addict. for love. Oh, oh, just trust me. Personality wise, this would not be a match match for me. I'm purely talking about physical. Um, Aren't you usually? Yeah. I'm never talking about personality. <laughs> What's the point of going that far? He's pretty buff, though. So now, but he calls Skylar. She's pretty, too. He calls her his prison Barbie. And Ugh. at first I thought, oh, this is a kink thing. But we learn, actually, he was incarcerated as well. No, this is this is two people, or this, this is him trying to save another person at the, at the root of it, who is trying, but also trying to save himself. Um, it is, it is oh, going yeah. to be quite messy. Buckle up. This is going to be this is going to be dramatic this season with I, these two. I think based off of their interactions, it's going to be dramatic. I was kind of hopeful that maybe because he seems to at least try to be more level headed, level headed at the beginning. And, they did a good job in the edit, but then you kind of see it will break down a little and bit. And remember, here's how they met. So it, it's trauma. They are trauma bonded already. Because yeah. she was dating a friend of his who we who we find out passed and we find out later uh, passed from fentanyl. Um, so and or as they refer to it, Fenny, Fenny, um, or as you say, fentanyl, fentanyl. <laughs> That's fentanyl. Um, That's what they say back home. And uh, and he said, I just sent her a DM, and they had they took they talked for a long time, and. And she's basically, and so he is, he is with his aunt Tara, uh, and they are, they're, they're looking for home stuff. They're in a really nice store. It looks like that Miranda Lambert store up in Tulsa. Real cute. Miranda Lambert has a store? Oh yeah, in Oklahoma, Uh uh-huh. You, you said that like I should know. Oh yeah, (laughs) don't you know? It's Miranda Lambert store. Well, she had it from when her and Blake were married, but you know, now it's all about Gwen. Um, and she's, and then the thing about uh, Skylar, she basically says, uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm getting some candle holders. Like she's like, we don't need any candle holders. We just need some of those. I don't know, like throws, maybe a picture of a cow. Do you want statues quilt? of Buddha? Do you want, do you want no quilts? No quilts. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like she's so fucking angry she's, at him. She's volatile. Yeah. 
She yeah. seems volatile, and it she see, and he just seems like lost puppy of love me, love me, I, love me, I love me. That's what you want. I think that's how the what the relationship consists of. I think it is. Now he also has this phrase. He does it twice, where he says, "Tell me you love me," and then he thank says, you. That was going to bring that up too. Say it like you mean it, y'all. No, 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 no. Don't so, do this. Don't do this. But question. You've never, ever said this to a man that you met on the first night in the throes of passions in your bedroom when he was choking you? Tell me you love me. <sighs> deep role play, maybe. Boy, that's like three <laughs> levels deep. deep maybe. <laughs> mm, maybe. That, that would be... <sighs> That would be us playing jilted lovers who had come back after fucking around other people. That's like three levels of role play that wouldn't it would necessitate that. Ah, okay. Yeah. I okay. would never drop the L bomb in 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 fucking unless I was actually in a relationship with someone. Nope. nope. No. That is that is that is uh, no man's land. Unless it's deep role play. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote down, they are quite intense. But this tell me you love me, say it like, because that implies she doesn't mean it. Um, well, it, what it really implies is he doesn't feel it. He doesn't hear yeah. it. He doesn't believe it. This guy thinks he's unlovable, y'all. Yeah, sadly, that's true. Um, and he, he, he even says that his aunt's there because... Ding, ding, ding. Childhood trauma. He lost his mother at an early age, and he's been in trouble ever since that. So this man is desperate for the love of a woman. And they actually started dating when he was in prison, and he's only been out for a couple of months. And so he's in a relationship with someone well, in prison. And they both were out at one point and both in halfway houses, and she got into trouble, but he doesn't want to talk about that out of respect for her. And... <laughs> this like I kept doing and and, and there's and. so many things and he's recently sober. Yeah, so which is good. Great that he's sober. I, I think assume, she might be sober too. I assume she is. It was not explicitly said. I he's assume so, now. Yeah, the re the reason why it, I think it, it was not explicitly said that she is completely sober because she was talking about why are you at a bar? Why are you those? And unfortunately, she didn't make it about him. She said, "Why are way, you at a his, bar?" She's like, Jake is hot. oh my god, shut up! He's gorgeous. He was fucking gorgeous. Uh, those big old arms. Uh, but he, she said, basically, she said, you know that place that wasn't good for me. I made a lot of bad memories there, and it was like she made it about her. Yeah, she wasn't even there. I mean, so I think she's so. I hope she's sober because yeah. that won't. I, that's not going to end well if one of them is and one of them isn't. But um, yeah, he um but she's calling and she basically tells him that and I'm at the bar and I what I what I And wish, remember y'all their friend passed away from addiction. And so and, and we yeah, go ahead. Later on we find out that two of her boyfriends two she's back a black to back widow. black widow yeah. had been um I resent the term black widow. People have called me that before and I resent it. It's just, they just happen. People, people I'm in a relationship with just happen to pass. Right it's not my fault. Signed, right after they signed that will, it's a week later. Who knew? Yeah. It's just maybe I'm cursed. Maybe I just love too much. Maybe you're the one that goes through the pain. 
Exactly. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe it's not about the other person. Maybe it's, it's what I, my lot in life. Maybe it's trying to teach me something. Um, oh but I want to, she calls and she's talking about, um, I, I wish she had said, why are you at the bar? You know, it's not good for your own sobriety. I'd rather you be at home. We talked about this. And I think he could have neutralized that by saying, I'm not drinking. I'm just having a good time. But I, un I understand why she's upset. However, she does make it about her. She does. Um, she does make it about her. Um, but yeah, even, she, her last two boyfriends have died from fentanyl overdoses. Yeah. So, so this is great. So she's. This is when, great. <laughs> so uh, when she. What does she mean when they're talking about scary movies and she says, it's cuffing season? You've never heard that? Cuffing season, like you cuffed to someone. Uh, it's when it's when it's cold or something like that. It's boyfriend season. It's mating season. Oh. Like you cuffed your Come on. You've really never heard of the phrase cuffing no, season? No, no, I've heard. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to fucking, uh, I don't even know. I mean, I had one guy who told me it would be cucking season. That's a different thing. Oh, but that was in the fall. And just because they put cuffs on you, it doesn't mean it's cuffing season. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I thought. So did you think it's interesting that she wanted a big, doesn't matter if it's fake. It just needed to be a big diamond. <laughs> yes. Cause he's talking about it. He's going to get her a ring. And he said, I want to buy her a real ring. She said, she doesn't mind having a fake one. She just wants something big to me. It feels like. Feels like, and this is just, she's not out yet. So we'll see how they are together. But it almost feels like he's trying to be in a authentic relationship. Now, granted, he's super needy. I'm not saying he's perfect. He's she seems like needy. she's very, very concerned with appearances and how things are perceived. You really got to let that go when you're especially trying to be sober and trying to make amends and do all that shit. You really need to be almost radically honest with yourself and other people. Yeah, this seems like a threat to his sobriety. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so she calls again. They're talking about cuddling and scary movies and cuddling season. And he said almost unprompted. And they're they're having a conversation. He's like, tell me you love me, dude. And she's like, and you know, I can't wait for real fries. She's like, don't you hear what I said? Tell me you love me. She's like, I heard you. Oh, God. No, she said, I didn't hear you. Oh. And, he, and he, she said, what did you say? And he said, you want to take a guess? And she already knew. And she said, you wanted me to tell you that I loved you. So this happens all the oh. fucking time. This, I would tell someone to fuck off the probably the second time. And I'm like, and I, my next question would have been like, tell me you love me. And I would say, uh, even if I said, I love you. And they're like, say it if you like you mean it. I would have said, if there's, if you don't believe me, I mean it. Or if you have to ask me all the time, maybe we're not a good match. You know, I would just be like, it almost know. eludes like the only time I would be into that and I'm not going to do it, but be like, if I just, I don't know, robbed a bank and I'm speeding away in a getaway car and we jump over a ravine and land. And while we're in the air, before we land, I, he grabs me by the arm and says, tell me you love me. And I say, I love you, baby. And you, then we either to die, die yeah. or we land on the road and then speed off to go rub another, rob another bank. But there does feel like, but I bring that up because it feels like there's this almost kind of danger element or that this is almost 
this there's this fragility of love that could be slipped away at any moment. I think that's kind <laughs> to him. I think he is just so ridiculously insecure. And also there's this thing of demanding it that I think he thinks is normal. Yeah. I don't know what kind of situation he grew up in, but it is I, it is creepy when he does it, and it feels like it doesn't feel like there's anything else to say. She can say anything else. Is it as creepy as a glass ro- rose in a cheetah parent pattern? It was it a glass rose? I thought it was fabric. It looked like it. Maybe it was fabric, but it, I think it's it fabric looked- with 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 um, gilded touches. I don't know why, but he chose to give her a ring with a blue cheetah print rose. I think that's a first for Lalu, a blue cheetah print rose. I think that's a first for my life. (laughs) Y'all, let me just tell you this. No one wants a blue cheetah print rose. No one. No I'm glad you to be that descriptive. Maybe Michelle Bolero wants a cheetah print royalty. Rest in peace, that show. The best though, I need to I need to talk about the end of this when they're paying and she's like, Hey, is your name Olivia? I think I stole your mom's car, and I'm real sorry about that. <laughs> My mouth yep. dropped open. My mouth, and she was like, Yep, you did. You did. Yep, it was such a small town. Yep, that was my mom's car. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And she's like, Well, you know. People just, learn. People learn. Live and let live. That's what my mom says. Of course, she's not going to get her dad's car back again. What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And he, Nathan says, I just want to build a family of my own. So again, he's telling you, yeah. he feels Jesus. like he doesn't have it. So this feels so fragile to him. Oh my he did, God. He did say that to her like, hey, I'm so sorry. I told you I was going to come by last week and sign those papers. And I just got so busy at the store. So can I do those today? And by the way, I stole your dad's car last week. And I'm so sorry about that, Tamara. It's very 12-stepping in that way. And it said, and I'm not not criticizing 12-step programs in this way, but there is sometimes you will, you've said, you've apologized for so much that everything you say kind of takes on the same weight. So even though yeah. it means something to you, you could say, I'm sorry. It's like that uh, Seinfeld episode where he's like the guy's making amends for things. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry I gave you uh, – it's the same thing. Sorry I like uh, stole all your money one night. And George uh, – or Jerry, I'm sorry I called you – I thought your name was Larry instead of Jerry. I'm sorry about that because it has this kind of sense. So I think I think that – that was a little bit for it for me, but it did feel out of nowhere. <laughs> it did feel out of nowhere, but on him, it's good that he's doing that. It's good that he's able to do that. It shows that like he's yeah. not, he's, I think he's farther along in this sobriety pr- process way more than her. Yeah. He said, I just, think that could threaten his. Boy, that tell me you love me shit really concerns me. I just hear Demi Lovato go, tell me you love me. It's a great um, song. But on this next Monique and Derek, I'm hopeful about this. Oh, come right? on. This is DOA. This is DOA, y'all. This is DOA. Oh, oh um, y'all. Monique and Derek. So we're gonna I'm just gonna describe this now because 
normally we don't talk to Sarah people look, but she brings up Monique. So, it's a woman Monique, of size. She looks like Monique the comedian. She is a woman of size. So, um, and the reason that's important is because Poodle, so she's dreading Der- Derek, who's in prison. How well do her and Derek know? I'm sorry. How well do her and, and Derek for know? For nine years, he went into prison when he was 19. He's been in prison for nine years. They've dated for what? Two and a half? Yeah. That's, two and a yes. half years. They've never met in person, which sounds weird. But if you think about it, this is 2022. They started dating not long before COVID started. Yes. So and really, they probably were dating like six months and then COVID happened. It looks like from the pictures, we're, we're only seeing, it looks like they are heavily filtered Oh, um, that she's that, using. That's being nice. I'm, I'm being kind. Uh, Whoa, it, y'all! It basically, looks like a Funko doll. Yeah, <laughs> the ones, basically the ones she sends him, and it's um, only her head, her tits. She sent pictures of her vagina, the inside of her vagina, but she has not sent any pictures any of what bodies. her body looks like. Um, or she she leaves that out, but her friends basically insinuate that. Um. And the friends seem to know a lot of, I didn't get their names because there were so many and I was writing furiously. Um, she, she, um, uh, I did not, but she, well, Skylar was one actually. Um, cause Skylar's like, what kind of pics is she sending? And basically, and Monique, or basically her friends just thought, you know, like, well, what, what if he's not attracted to you? Or what if you're not attracted to him? What do you yeah. think? And she, cause she's talking about being with him and getting married. And she's like, boy y'all i wasn't nervous till y'all were being so negative and i'm like <laughs> they're not honey, they're honey, just they're asking just, questions just trying to bring you down to reality they're, they're, because they, you haven't been in reality for two no, and a half years no no yeah. no um at one point when they're talking earlier he basically says they're talking about what they're gonna have the sex they're gonna have and straight out of prison sex is best and he's like, well, it better, you bet, last time you had sex better be two and a half years ago, which is when they started dating. Already a little bit of he seemed control controlling. Yeah. happening. Uh, yeah, and he's like, well, cool. hopefully you're resting. And I'm Meanwhile, like, the one gay friend at dinner said, girl, you scared as hell. I can see it. I don't know if he was gay. I just assumed. They did meet, uh, the way she said it was really interesting. She's like, you know, sometimes I was just scrolling around Facebook and all of a sudden there was a prison pen pal thing. Yeah. <laughs> it just flashed on my screen. I didn't search for it at all. I'm going to say this. We talk a lot, hours and hours and hours about fucking guys in prison. Literally. Yeah. Like our phones, literally our phones are like, this is weird. I literally thought in my head, I went, oh, I need to get like a journal because I want to like, I want a specific journal to do some journaling. Uh, and then literally Instagram starts showing me journal ads. I didn't even say it out loud. You sure you so, didn't do an internet, internet search or something? No. So literally my phone's fucking in my head. How many times have you ever seen an ad for a prison dating website? As I much have as, not. Nor have I. <laughs> Meaning y'all, this just does not come up. <laughs> We are that proof. Uh, it would seem like it'd be in my search history. It seemed uh, like we'd have like a boy, because I, because you know, Poodle doesn't need to be tempt, doesn't need to be tempted again. That's true. Uh, what I'm going to experience last time. So he is. Sent, she said, "I've sent her sent him pics of my boobs, my uh, my private areas, 
And and she said, Derek doesn't like me to go out because he, again, mm, that's not good. He doesn't like for me to be, yeah. And she, he said, she, he wants me, he's very big into fitness. He wants to put me on the same track as he is with his fitness. And his letter was creepy to her. Oh, he wrote yeah. her this letter, and he's like, "I did my stomach exercises for you. You're going to love the way my my rippling abs feel, and my bulging shoulders, and my long dick, and how my long dick pokes around your body." <laughs> that was kind of hot, though. Yeah, I didn't um, mind that. So the friends are basically saying, "Are you worried he wasn't be attracted when he attracted to you?" We talked about that, and. They and the friends know she hasn't been sending full body pics. I think this is not the first time this has happened. No, um, uh, no, I, I think so. And then either. they say he's young, you usually date him older. And you know, there is there are men who uh who have a thing for women of size, so I, That's I, true. I guarantee you, she probably isn't dateless. No, um, no, not at there's, all. There's a um, it's I do. I, I know a woman who who does this, um, who does go out, and men men love her for her size. She does say sometimes it's hard. Uh, sometimes it's hard. It feels like you are being a fetish. Well, no, it is being fetishized. So there, there's yeah. some, and sometimes it, and there's a difference. People have preference. I've dated guys who are into redheaded guys, and I've gone on a date with guys that are like. It's obsessive about it. It's creepy. So pass. And so it's. Do you uh, say I'm a bottle one? It's fine. They don't care. It looks <laughs> real. Um. So basically, they say she's with Alma, her friend, and she's in the the weight it's loss clinic. Nice. And uh, she said I was diagnosed with diabetes and sleep apnea, and she's like, I don't want him to know I have a CPAP machine. And but then later she says, I, well, she says he doesn't want me to sleep next to him with a sleep apnea, apnea, apnea machine. So yeah. I think he does know. She just doesn't. She's nervous about it. That That's what happens. Is that, But if you notice several times, she would say things like, I don't want to be sleep with him with the machine. And then yeah. later we find out Derek has a problem with the machine. Right. So a little bit. In fact. He wants to be on the phone while she is at the weight loss clinic with Coach Carla. Coach Carla. Coach Carla, y'all. The character. So um, he's listening because she wants to have weight loss surgery, she says, but she wants to do this. And the whole thing is, Coach Carla, they teach how to eat, blah, blah, blah. We don't need. And it seems like this is a place where what they're doing this in a way where it's just not weight loss surgery is immediate. I think you have to go through this kind of course of how to eat and yeah. before you can even get the surgery, sounds great. which yeah, that sounds that's, I, I think, uh, you talked about when your people have had it around you, they just do the surgery and there's, they're supposed to get therapy, but they just Oklahoma, don't, do I it. don't think they go to, they don't get therapy. You know, they probably yeah. just pay a, a therapist 50 bucks and get a letter signed. <laughs> but she also says she gained 150 pounds during COVID and we find out well, 20 in, in 20. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We find out not just that. So this is in, Trigger warning, death of a child. Yeah. Um, she is, she She said, I was overweight as a kid, but really, when I really started gaining weight was I lost my daughter who was born premature, and she lived for three days. So, y'all, that, that if, and you can tell that's not been processed. 
um, and just the way she, her affect when she talks about it. Yeah, it's rough um, because so I I don't doubt she would have problems kind of trying to make it through life with that, especially if it hasn't yeah. been yet dealt with. And um, he's on so, the phone, y'all. He's on the phone with her and Coach Carla again, controlling. It almost seems like he wants to coach because he's written her things saying, I know what it's like to have a broken life. I know what that feels like. So he wants to save her. The problem <laughs> is when someone's controlling and they want to save someone and the person isn't doing what they think is right, then that's where friction happens. And not and the then, good kind. No, and not the good kind. So, and even Monique says, you know, I think Derek wants me to lose weight for my health, not my looks. That may be true. But for someone who said wants you to lose weight for your health, he sure does describe the way he looks and talks about his looks a lot. Oh, y'all, this is this one is just. I think this is DOA. It's this, DOA. This, I think this guy is. Ugh, yikes. It looks like this could be like on another season of Lalu. We see. Um, we see her going to wait for him to come out of prison and potentially. Potentially, another woman is there waiting for him to get out as well. Ooh. Y'all, this season don't play. That's the show. Why it's the best show on television, y'all. We This is our favorite show that we watch. Favorite thing we cover. If you want to listen to more recaps of this, then you're going to need to jump on the $8 tier on Patreon or Supercast. We're eventually going to have Apple Podcasts. We're working on that. But yep. So we call it all We're Reality Gaze. Yes. We call it all Reality Gaze Plus. So you're going to need to jump on the Reality Gaze Plus tour because Love After Lockup will be airing on December 23rd. And on December 30th, we they are ain't taking, taking a break. They ain't taking a break. Um, we are taking a week off. However, this is the one show we will cover. So yes. we will do one episode and it will be Love After the Lockup. And we're doing that also just because um, they've uh, been really great to us and they sometimes help us and get episodes early to us. And we appreciate that. Lovely. If you, if you scratch Poodle's back, he'll let you fucking. <laughs> Or I'll I'll start licking my genitals like a dog. <laughs> All right. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Be sure to subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, subscribe. And um, again, you can if you want information for our Patreon or Supercast to sign up for that, go to realitygaze.com. Or you can click on the links in the show notes, and that'll take you where you can sign up there. All right, everybody. That's the show, but until then, we will what, Poodle? We will love you later. Lock me up, throw away the key. I'm just a prisoner of love. I'm doing time, I'm doing fine. I'm just a prisoner of love. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.